Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the History of Economic Thought podcast. I'm so glad to have you guys back after our episode on John Law. And we're about to go back, and we're going to discover the first economist, or at least who I'm going to say is the first economist. And we're going to begin this long journey ahead of us. But before we start, I think there's an important question we need to ask ourselves. What is economics, and why does it matter? And we need to ask ourselves this question, because if we can't answer it, then continuing this journey, it it doesn't really make sense. So that's the question we're going to be answering today. Now, it's going to be a short episode, and I'm really excited to get started. So let's go ahead and let's jump right on into it. All right, so we're going on this journey today, and we're asking ourselves, you know, what is economics? Why does it matter? But before we answer that, we have to ask ourselves one very important question. And that's what even is economics to begin with. And it's important that we answer it here in this episode, because we're going to see as economics begins to form and grow over time, that different economists are going to try and answer this in different ways. So dictionary.com has an explanation, and we'll go ahead and give theirs real quick. And dictionary.com says that economics is the branch of knowledge concerned with the production, consumption, and transfer of wealth. And I would say this is a good definition. In fact, we're going to go over some economists early on in economic history, and they're sort of going to give this same definition. I want to give my own definition for the sake of this podcast that we can sort of use as a measure. And the definition I'm going to give is that economics is the study of efficiency. And what I'm meaning by this is, is that we live in a world where there are finite resources. You know, we'll run out of stuff eventually, as far as we know. And so we have to be careful with how we use our resources. And you may say, well, the universe is really grand. You know, I don't think we'll run out of those resources. Well, this gets us to the idea that nothing is free. And you've probably heard this before. And you're like, ugh, I hate hearing this. What does this even mean? And it has a great deal of importance in economics. Because at the end of the day, and I hate to tell you all this, but our lives do come to an end. Which means that our resource time is limited as far as we're aware. And this is important because it means every decision you make is valuable. Because you are giving up a resource to do it. By making this podcast, I am giving up a part of my resource of time in order to make this thing happen. So if that's the case, then you have to ask yourself, well, if everything's a decision, if we have to give up something in order to get something else, well, how do we know we're making the right decision? And I like to think that economics is the study of that question. You know, when given two different possibilities, how do I decide which one to go with? And so I like the idea of thinking of economics in this way, especially for the average viewer who probably isn't thinking of economics on this large global scale, especially because early on in economics, many economists aren't going to think of it on this macroeconomic scale. You know, they're not looking at how countries interact with each other. They're looking at how do people interact with each other. You know, how should I go about 
making this decision in my life. And really, when you do get to that macroeconomic scale, you'll find that the decision-making actually isn't that different between the two objects. Now, granted, the macroeconomic questions are far more complicated. They're more complex. They have a lot of things going into them. And we're going to see how economists go about answering that. You know, how do we break down problems to be simpler to come up with the correct solution? And sure, we're not always going to get the correct solution on every occasion, but we can take steps in order to ensure that we do get closer to that goal of maximum efficiency. How can we implement this into our own lives? Well, again, in economics, we can't have everything. Economics exists because something has to be given up. So because of that, we have to ask ourselves, you know, what are we trying to maximize? What are we trying to get to peak efficiency? And this is an important question, and a question that you as an individual will have to answer at some point in your life. For many people, it's happiness. And we'll see when we cover Aristotle that that's one thing he's going to be a very big proponent of. You know, we have to maximize happiness because life is so short. And I'm not here to say that, you know, you should maximize happiness in your life and that should be your goal or pursuit. But I do think you should pick something. And so we're going to cover this a lot in the podcast. You know, different economists are going to have disagreements with each other, not only based off of theory, but really just off of what do we maximize? You know, what is that important? So before the next episode of this podcast, whenever we cover the first economists, I do want y'all to take some time and think to yourself, what do I maximize? And what do I think we as a society should maximize? Because this is an important question as well. Because when we do start covering how do governments interact with each other, how should societies band themselves together to create one organized unit? We'll have to ask ourselves, what do we maximize? Now, before the end of this podcast, I'm sure that our definition of how we describe economics is going to change. And for you as an individual, I imagine it's going to be different between other listeners of the podcast as well. Economics is beautiful in the way that it's shaped by the members. There's few other forms of knowledge or science that really describes human interactions in such a delicate an incredible way. With almost economics alone, you get this beautiful understanding of how history interacts with each other. You know, we're going to cover events that are going to shape events hundreds of years on down the line. And we're going to see how economics does that. In fact, even in the last episode when we covered John Law, we saw that. You know, it was John Law's actions that caused the French to have this hatred or this cynical view of how banking and money works. And we're going to see this with other economists. We're going to see economists who grow to hate this idea of wealth because of things that have happened in their past. And because of this, it's going to be nearly impossible for us to separate philosophy and economics. 
but I don't think of this as a bad thing. And I'm saying this because you'll find a lot of times, economists today, we have this tendency or this habit to, um, well, we try and get rid of the person element of economics, which in reality is sort of foolish because without people, there is no economics. So my hope for you, the listener, is that by the end of this podcast, you gain a deeper understanding of the world and you grow a fondness for the understanding of economics. And economics doesn't seem like some mystical element to you and instead seems personable, which is in my opinion how economics should feel. There shouldn't be this idea that you can't understand economics. Because at the end of the day, you are a part of the study of economics. When we're studying economics, in a sense, we're studying you. So thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I really can't wait till next episode when we cover the first economists and we begin this journey. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you all next time.